Me. Daddy tells me the story. I like hearing about battles, <laughs> chopping off heads, <laughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <laughs> the disgusting bits, <laughs> and ask the questions that you want to know. And if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him, Daddy. This year we went to France and we learned a little bit about the French Revolution. Can you tell me about it, please? Two hundred years ago, the king in France lived in an amazing palace called Versailles. It had long corridors lined with gold and beautiful gardens where all the hedges were perfectly cut into shapes. The king of France. Was called. I know the French king's name. The French king's name was called Louis because all French kings' names are called Louis. Well, Sophie, there were a lot of French kings called Louis, so it's a great guess, and you're quite right. This one was called Louis the Sixteenth. The king was used to telling people what to do. His grandfather was also called Louis. Old grandfather Louis had said the king needed to be in charge. And did not need to listen to ordinary people. Louis the Sixteenth's wife was called Marie Antoinette, and she loved living in a beautiful palace and wearing sparkling jewels. I know about her. She never met any poor people, but when she found out that some poor people were, had no money and were really hungry, she said, "Let them eat cake." That's really silly because cake is a special treat, and if you don't have any money for bread, you don't have any money for cake. And that is exactly what the poor people said, and there were a lot of poor people. If the summers were too hot, or there was not enough rain, then the countryside could not make enough food, and that meant people could starve to death, and they had to pay their taxes. What are taxes? Taxes are when the king or government make you give them some of your money. Louis the Sixteenth needed all these taxes to pay for his wars, for his new jewels, Marie Antoinette, and new gold for his palaces. And with all taxes, if you don't pay them, then you can go to prison. The king had horrid prisons, dark, dank places. Like the king's feared prison castle, the Bastille. And what made it worse was that the nobles, which means the rich people whose family were friends with the king, didn't pay any taxes at all. That's not fair. Even though the king was taking so much money in taxes, he still didn't have enough money. He needed people to agree to increase the taxes, so he made a big decision. He called the Estates General. This was a sort of old French Parliament, but he lost control. The Estates General left their building and met on a tennis court in Paris and decided that they wouldn't be bullied by the king and they would all stick together. Then, the ordinary people on the street got old guns. And pitchforks and torches, 
and they attacked the powerful, scary French prison called the Bastille. They captured it and freed the prisoners. Then the people marched to the king's palace in Versailles. They told the king that he needed to come and live in Paris now. Later they killed some of the king's soldiers. They surrounded the king, but he took off his crown and he put on one of the hats that the poor people wore, a red hat, and so they decided not to kill him. Yet! <laughs> this is what we call the start of the French Revolution. A revolution is when you completely change something. Boring, Daddy. Let's get to the head chopping bit. The French king by now was very scared. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows he's going to get his head chopped off. Ugh. With his wife, Marie Antoinette, he got in a carriage and decided to flee the country. Faster, faster! Unfortunately for him, he was spotted by a local innkeeper who recognised him. Too slow! It was quite easy to recognise the king because he had his face on all the coins. Duh! Now they put the king and his wife in prison. By this stage, people called the Jacobins were in charge, led by a man called Robespierre. He's a giant poo. They thought that they needed to get rid of all the nobles if they were to protect the revolution. So they started to kill the nobles. And they killed them using a special French machine called the guillotine. <laughs> I know about the guillotine. The guillotine was a special machine that you lay down in and a huge metal knife fell down and chopped off your head from your neck. <laughs> and then they put your head in a basket and they showed it up to the crowd and the crowd all cheered. And sometimes it took a few seconds for your head to completely die and sometimes you were blinking for a few seconds. Ugh. First, they chopped off the nobles' heads. <coughs> After a while, they chopped off the king's head. <coughs> then the head of Marie Antoinette. <coughs> then they killed people just for being friends with nobles. <coughs> Eventually, they were just killing people who those in charge didn't like. <coughs> Things got so silly that one of the people killed by the guillotine was the man who invented it. Monsieur Guillotine. <coughs> enough was enough. People realised they needed to stop the killing. So they did one last killing. They killed Robespierre. <coughs> that serves him right. And when the guillotine had finished its bloody work, the king was dead, the people were in charge, and the world would never be the same again. Long story. Let me make it simple and fun. King Louis needed some money to pay for jewellery for his queen. But the people, they had no money. They had a guillotine. Ooh, hey, my tête, where is my head? Our king was three, we've chopped off your head. The people are in charge. Long live la France. Next week will be on the high seas during the First World War as we learn 
about brave Jack Cornwall, who, although only a boy, won Britain's highest bravery award. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And don't lose your head. Thank you.